Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Books, documentaries, podcasts, I mean, you name it. True crime is one of the most popular genres out there. And if you like true crime, I've got good news for you. A new season of the podcast, My Life of Crime, hosted by 48 Hours correspondent Aaron Moriarty, is out now. And it includes an episode on a murder case out of the Waco area that you may remember. It involved a Baptist preacher accused of staging his wife's death. It's Bailey Friday. I actually had the chance to talk to Erin last week about this new season of her podcast, why true crime is so popular right now, and what it's like to sit across from and interview an accused murderer. So the third season of your podcast is about to drop. What made you want to use your experience covering crime to tell stories as podcasts? Well, it's it's such a different medium. Um, and in some ways, it's more challenging because I'm so used to showing people a crime scene and mm. I can't show anything in a podcast, but I can describe it and I can take people there. And then here's the great benefit of a podcast is I can also allow my conversations to run longer. And, mm. you know, this this season in particular is filled with killers and accused killers and the interviews with them are fascinating and um, compelling. And oh, there's one, particularly the one that uh, we have a two-parter. The first episode's out today. The next will be out next week. But when you hear this uh, killer, and I could call him a killer, where he's spinning a story, but the more you push him and push him and push him and he gets caught up in his own lies, um, it's, it's really compelling. So you have an episode in season three that focuses on a murder that took place in the Waco, Texas area. Tell us a little bit about that case. Oh, this and it's truly one of my favorite. It actually started off in Hewitt, Texas, when a Mm -hmm. preacher, a Baptist preacher, called 911 and said uh, his wife, he came home and his wife was dead in the bedroom. And uh, that was 2006. And from then on, it was this up and down kind of case because um, while the police believed him, uh, they didn't even send in an ME. They just, the cops called the justice of the peace over the phone and he goes, yeah, sounds like a suicide to me. And uh, wow. and he would have gotten away with it. But just like so many killers, um, he, he has that kind of arrogance. He sat down with me so many different times 
And even though he contradicted himself, um, I think he felt if he said it, I was going to believe it. Um, so he's, he's charged, then he's not charged or they drop charges, then they charge him again. Um, and it's quite the ride. We spend a lot of time with his wife's family, but what really happened, uh, to his wife is shocking and, um, and is something that just really, uh, unfolds so well in a podcast. Yeah, it sounds like the police investigation did not get very far. So I hear that his wife's parents played a role. What kind of role did they play in furthering that investigation? Well, we we called uh, Carrie Baker, the Carrie Baker's uh, the victim and uh, her mother and her sisters. We called them Charlie's Angels because when I first met, I've got to tell you, I was I got to be honest, I was invited on this case by the defense attorney who said, my client is being wrongfully accused of, of killing his wife. He's a Baptist preacher. And so, you know, I came in with that mindset. I sat down with this preacher and thinking he, he was odd and his story didn't mm -hmm. really make a lot of sense, but you know, I'm open to it. Then I meet her family. And I just remember sitting at the table, looking across at my producer, and we just keep looking at each other going, oh, my God. You know, it, it, the story he told us was not the true story. And yet he still then, again, sits down with me, sits down with me again two other times. But, um, yes, the family had a lot to do with it. They kept pushing and pushing. Uh, we put on two hours. The first time we put on an hour, um, he had not gone on trial and they wanted us to do an hour so it'd be out there and it would remind people that uh, Carrie had died and, and her family did not believe that she had taken her own life and they believed he was behind it. And uh, and you will you know, listen of how this story unfolds and what it took to get Matt Baker on trial. The real issue here was because he was a Baptist preacher, people believed him. So mm -hmm. when you hear him talk and then when you hear uh, the main witness against him uh, who tells exactly what really happened, it's shocking. So this is my own curiosity. You talk to a lot of suspects or people who are convicted killers and you keep saying you could just tell they're lying. What is that like? How can you tell certain people are lying? Well, no, I can't. I can't say that. I said with Matt because he contradicted himself. No, oh, okay. that's that is really something I cannot tell if someone's lying. Um, I can tell when I've asked a question they don't like, because after doing this, as long as I have, I can read faces. Mm. Um, you know, we light people very well. Um, I never take my eyes off a person when I'm interviewing them. So I can see when their face changes. I can't say whether someone's lying, but I can see when they're uncomfortable with a line of questioning. Um, and no, it takes, you've got to stick with the story and you've got to compare what he says to the facts of the case. And if you're going to interview killers as often as I do, you need to know the case as well as any attorney in this case because otherwise you won't catch them. The um, the episode that we released today, the second part where I do a long interview with the killer, if I did not know this, the case, I would never have caught him. 
Um, really? And you have to listen because each time he'll say something and, and then you'll hear me go, well, that's not what her brother said and said this happened and that's not what the cops say. And um, because I think it takes a certain amount of arrogance. I think that some killers are sociopaths and they kind of believe whatever I say people are going to believe. And mm-hmm. so unless you throw out facts um, and contradict the story, they think they're going to get away with it. I'm astounded how often killers think they will get away with it. It's so interesting to me. Yeah, that is really interesting. So just going back to those interviews, what are some of the challenges of interviewing these people? Well, number one, you got to get them to say yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's that's the hardest part. Uh, then you got to keep them sitting in that chair. Uh, mm. So uh, that's when reading faces does come in handy, because um, if I if I see a line of questioning is making someone really uncomfortable that and they might get up, then I just have to change that line of questioning and come back to it or change the way I'm I'm pushing it. Um, and then, of course, the biggest challenge is just knowing that case so well so that they know it better than you do. You know that if they're involved there, if they actually killed someone, they know it much better than you do. And so um, it is a little bit of a sparring match. Um, now, remember, I do a lot of also wrongful convictions, people who mm-hmm. aren't uh, guilty. But that is also where you have to know the case and you have to know um, when they're telling you something does that contradict the the evidence in the case that show they couldn't have been there or they didn't do that? Um, because let's be honest, most cases are real mysteries. There are some I do, it's clear somebody's innocent or it's clear that person's guilty. But the great majority of cases are mysteries. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I feel as a reporter for either my life of crime or for 48 hours, I've got to know the case because I think viewers and listeners are counting on me to give them some sense of how to view this case. So true crime, so popular right now. It's one of the most popular podcast genres out there. There's even the hit show based on true crime podcast, which I love watching only murders in the building. But why do you think it fits the medium so well? Well, of course, if it's it because um, you you don't need to see um, everything. If somebody can describe the evidence and you get to hear somebody talk um, and you really get to hear them, uh, mm-hmm. there's just nothing better. Um, but I think we're interested in both true crime television shows and documentaries and podcasts uh, because most people they're smart. They love mysteries. They want to look at the evidence. They want to figure it out for themselves. But they also, if you notice, it's women are the greatest consumers of true crime podcasts. And I think that's because we all have to kind of face our fears. I, after, even after doing this, as long as I have serial killers scare me, they really scare me because they, they pick their victims at random um, most killers have, you know, they have a grudge against someone. There's a reason, there's a motive for killing someone. And a serial killer kills just for the sake of killing. So that's frightening. So for me, sitting across from a serial killer, uh, knowing a serial killer can be tripped up, um, like 
bind them, torture them, kill them, BTK in Wichita, who I talked to when he was in prison, um, or uh, any of the killers I talked to during this, um, Matt Baker or Mario Garcia, um, I need to face my fears. And I think I think women who watch and listen to podcasts want to hear you take them on, and it does help them face their fears. It also helps um, victims. I hear this all the time. Um, after a family uh, loses someone to a terrible crime, their friends will sometimes say, you got to move on. You can't always. Well, we are, as reporters, we're interested in hearing it. We do want to know what happened. We do want to know the burden they carry, the guilt, mm -hmm. the grief. And um, and all of that is part of a podcast that makes a great podcast. So aside from the Baker case, what can we expect to see in season three of My Life of Crime? Well, you're going to hear from, um, and we update this. This is a case I did on 48 Hours, a, a young mother who shot her ex-husband and claimed self-defense. And we take that way beyond what we did at 48 Hours, and we go back and see her. Um, we also have a case in Phoenix of a woman who disappeared. And uh, when we aired that story, we didn't know what happened to her. In this podcast, you'll find out what happened to her and the impact um, of finding uh, her, the impact on the cops who had worked so hard on the case that we had interviewed. Um, a missing mom in Connecticut, a missing, she has five children um, and we cover that case. Um, there's There are a lot of interesting cases and a lot of interesting interviews with killers. So when and where can we find it? Well, any place you get your podcasts. And um, the first episode is already out. It went out at 3 a.m. this morning. So you can listen to it at any time. And I hope you do. Um, it's part one uh, today and then next week, part two. And then every single week um, after that for probably about four months. It's hard as I can. I don't have a big team. So um, <laughs> we have a very small team. Uh, so it really depends on how much we can get going on this. But we have a lot. We have a lot. Awesome. Anything else you want people to know or just anything you want to say? No, I just I do love doing podcasts, Bailey. I, you know, one of the weird things is you'd think I would be so sick after doing 48 hours as often and as long as I've done it. But um, I find podcast seems to make the whole, it, the storytelling just seems fresh and new to me. So um, it, it's it's really been, been interesting and fun. I hate to use that word fun, but putting together a, a case that makes, might make a difference, that's really worthwhile. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.